Welcome to the Short Stay Podcast for property owners, managers, and investors worldwide. I'm Elaine Watt from Holiday Let Success, a Short Stay Show Ambassador. I'll be sharing with you business success stories, top tools and resources, and interviews with industry experts. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your short stay ambassador, Elaine Watts, and today's interview is with Louise Viriteri. Louise joins me from Pickle, where she is the CEO. In short, Pickle are insurance people. Pickle was founded by a small team of experienced insurance professionals who use and love the sharing economy but they spotted a huge gap in the market created by the lack of cover between home insurance and originally the Airbnb guarantee. Louise, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me to be on the show. My pleasure. Most great to talk to you. So let's start by, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in the short stay industry? Yes. So um, I've worked in the insurance um, industry my whole career and um, I think it was back in about 2015 that um, I uh, started uh, looking at sort of Airbnb. Lots of my friends were, were doing Airbnb and I sort of looked at whether or not I was going to book a holiday uh, for the first time. And it just occurred to me that actually that there wasn't the right insurance company for people who were letting out their property um, on a short term basis. And the more I looked into it, the more I realised there was a gaping hole in this market. Um, and uh, also for, for other people doing other sort of short short term sharing activities. So anytime that you do short term sharing of an asset, whether that asset's your home um, or your vehicle or an item of personal belonging, um, that kind of um, short term peer to peer sharing isn't covered by traditional insurance policies. Um, and that's why I created Pickle um, was to try and bridge that gap and make sure that consumers can have the right insurance. Most definitely, because it, it is. A lot of hosts come into the Airbnb world, they see the guarantee and they think, great, that's it. I'm all sorted. But it's not always the case, which we'll cover shortly. Do you manage short stay accommodation yourself or are you more of the traveling side that you've had the experience? Well, mostly the traveling side. Um, my my mum and dad um, actually have had holiday lets in the past, so I did sort of grow up with them, sort of managing holiday lets them, themselves. Um, but uh, I've not uh, yet been able to go down that path. Um, but a number of the team have got their own um, sort of short stay accommodation as well. Um, so we have got some good experience of that. Yeah, sounds like you've got a great team who've got. So you've got the both sides of it as well. So staying in the accommodation and and letting it out as well. Two sides to it. So that's really really good. So how did you go from noticing this need and this gap in the insurance side of short stay accommodation to then actually creating Pickle? Well, um, I've been uh, you know, in the insurance industry for a long time and um, I've got, you know, so pricing and underwriting is my main skills. Um, so um, I know how to develop insurance products. And uh, so I looked at this and I thought, well, um, I, I think I can develop a product to meet this need. Um, I had a really good group of people in Norwich where we're based um, who were all um, insurance people and we talked about um, setting up a business together in the past um, and we just sort of needed the right sort of timing and opportunity and uh, when we when we got together it, you know this felt like it was the right thing so um, it took about sort of six months worth of planning before we we took you know the, the step of then you know finishing our jobs and you know starting up um, but uh, you know we've not looked back since then um, so obviously it's been very exciting for us over the last last few years amazing what year did pickle actually start um, it was 2016 oh my um, goodness so we were, uh, just coming up for our third birthday 
Amazing. Congratulations. So let's have a, a look at the insurance and talk about it from a short stay perspective. Who actually needs insurance and what sort of cover does Pickle offer? That gap that we, we talked about, what's in that gap? So anybody that's letting their property um, on a short-term basis, whether that's their primary residence, so the home, um, or a room in their home, or, or an annex that might be attached to their property, um, or a second home, um, uh, or an investment property, um, if they're doing short letting, so something that's, so it's where they've got tenants that are not on a six-month assured short-term ten tenancy agreement, then, then that's where the gap is uh, in the market. So, you know, traditional home insurance for your primary residence, doesn't cover you if you have guests at the property um, you can you know if you've got a second home um, you can get a holiday home insurance but actually that might not cover you for all of the things that you would expect it to uh, for paying guests they were really designed uh, for people just just very occasionally having paying guests and not doing it all of the time um, and if you're a landlord with an investment property um, then uh, actually that landlord policy um, will only cover you if you've got those, those six months you know minimum tenancies in um, um, so that's where, where the gap emerges. There's obviously a lot of people that have got, you know, guests from Airbnb that might be staying for a couple of nights or two weeks, and they might be doing that very frequently. They might be doing 90 to 180 days a year. And that's where there's, uh, you know, this gap in the insurance market. Um, gotcha. Yeah, and the sort of things that aren't covered are, you know, fire that could be caused by a guest, um, an escape of water such as a left tap on, um, an accidental damage to the property, uh, malicious damage to the property, um, theft by a guest, um, and also public liability. So if the guest were to have an injury at the property, those are the things that are most frequently um, missed. And does the does Pickle offer a complete cover that covers all those scenarios that we've just talked about for short stay providers? Or is it more of a tailored policy in that people can draw out the bits that they'd like to cover, as in it's more expensive to add everything in, a bit like car insurance, we have third party, fully comp. Is that how it works from your side of things? Um, so it works as a package. So um, we, we obviously need to make sure that when we are um, selling insurance products, it's obviously a highly regulated world. And so we have to make sure that we're including all the, the covers that, that a customer would expect. And we mustn't assume that they they know um, that, 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 you know, the, the covers that are in there. We've got to make it very clear. So what we've done is we've got um, a range of top up policies that we've created, which can be um, used to extend cover. Um, on top of your home or your landlord insurance policies but we also do um, all-in-ones as well um, so the biggest problem that we've got is that uh, you know home insurers uh, won't uh, allow people to keep their home insurance policy active they will void the policy if you're doing um, Airbnb even if you've taken out additional cover elsewhere so we actually did a survey with the insurance market uh, at the end of last year we published it at the beginning of this year and 90% of the insurance market told us they won't cover it as standard um, and they will uh, uh, exclude all of those things that I mentioned. 39% um, of them said they would void the insurance policy with immediate effect and cancel it if there was Airbnb at the property. 53% uh, uh, said uh, that they would um, allow the policy to remain active for 30 days, but they wouldn't provide any cover for short letting. Um, so um, what we find is, you know, there are one or two insurance uh, providers there that will allow the customer to keep the home insurance. 
and uh, they can then buy a top-up policy for us to cover them for up to maybe 30 days but beyond that people often need to completely switch their insurance so we provide that all in one package as well so they can get their home insurance from us and get the airbnb cover alongside it that's that's incredible i'm, I'm quite amazed at the percentages of all how many uh, companies there are that are just blanket no airbnb is not happening from from a cover perspective can well imagine that there's a lot of people out there just don't realize that they are in that situation and are not covered because they do think well I've got cover there's my insurance it's organized but yes there's probably a, a lack of understanding here so I'm really excited to share your information everything that you know about this industry so let's have a look at what isn't covered by a pickle policy um what well, isn't covered um so uh we, well we've tried very hard to obviously make sure that uh, we've got all of the um, relevant covers that you need if you're hosting what, we, what we're not going to do is cover very small incidentals um so the our policies do have a 250 pound excess um you know so broken plates and and that sort of thing i think is really just part of doing business if you're letting your property out so we're not going to cover those those small things um but uh, what we what we're really there for is, is those big uh, incidents you know a fire or, or or if god forbid it you know uh, a person injures themselves while they're at your property um, and those are the you know the, the really important things i think to have okay that's really interesting so how would a short stay owner estimate the required cover what are the costs involved and and how could anyone listening start to find out about cover with pickle um so i think that uh, people probably just need to check carefully what it is that they've already got for their insurance so um, you know the biggest problem is if you're doing this in your primary residence you know so if it's an annex um, or if it's a room or, or your own home that you're renting out that's where the insurers really uh, really really aren't covering you for anything so the best thing to do is give your insurance company a call find out what it is that they're covering for um, ask them about those specific covers that I've mentioned so if there's a guest are they going to cover malicious damage? Are they going to cover theft? Are they going to cover an injury? Um, because uh, a lot of a lot of the times, the people on the phone, and um, this is such a new market, the insurance industry haven't really got their head around it. And the guys that you might be talking to on the phone just might not know or understand some of those questions. So you need to make sure that you've kind of researched that. And we certainly help with that on our website and, and just have that conversation with your insurer. Um, if you're doing a second home, uh, you know, holiday home, um, and you don't normally have long-term tenants at that property, so it's just a holiday home all around, it's going to be slightly easier for you. So you're probably going to be um, able to have already got a holiday home insurance policy. That's actually okay. They're usually going to cover you if you've got a fire at your property caused by a guest. So, so that's good. Um, and they often will cover you if there is uh, an injury at the property. So that's also good. What they usually don't cover you for is they don't cover you again for that accidental damage to the property, malicious damage, so if the guest trashes your property, they won't cover theft unless there's forcible entry to the property. So that really means they're only covering a burglary. If you've given the keys to your guest, well, they're not going to cover you for that theft. Um, and they also usually don't cover the cost of paying for solicitors if there's some sort of legal claim or dispute with that guest. So those are the things that are normally missed in a holiday home policy. Um, but it does vary. There are one or two people that will give, uh, you know, little bits of cover, maybe little bits of accidental damage cover. So the best thing to do again is just to ring that holiday home insurance provider. And that's a really good example of where um, they might not cover it, but they're not going to void your policy. Um, so they can probably then take out the top up with us if you want the extra, extra cover. Um, if you're a landlord, Landlord, 
and you normally have a long-term tenant at the property, that's where things can get quite tricky because normally the insurance companies don't like that mixture of you having six months uh, of, of professional uh, you know, AST renters and then maybe a couple of months worth of short-term letters. And um, so it's possible we might have to switch. Um, but we do cover for all those scenarios at Pickle. Um, so uh, you can come and see us at, at pickle.com um, and we can uh, help you get to the right, right product. Um, we have advice centre experts uh, who love talking to our customers on the phone and trying to help them with those options so that they can, you know, don't need to switch insurance unless they really have to because we know that that's a big hassle for people. Uh, so we try to give them that top up where we can. Uh, but if they have to switch it, then we've got the full package for them. Amazing. So you've actually got someone available at Pickle. Somebody's very unsure. They've had the conversation with their existing provider. They can pick up the phone, speak to Pickle, and there's somebody there to help them answer the questions and just get it right in their head and make sure they are covered. Yes, that's right. And we're, we're happy just to talk through, you know, what the kind of conversation is that you need to have with your insurance company. I mean, we work with a lot of these big insurance companies and from the research that we've done, we know how many of those companies are going to handle it. So, you know, if you contact us and you say, oh, I'm with Insurer X, we can probably say, OK, we know how they normally deal with this. So this is what we would suggest you do uh, when, when talking to them. Brilliant. OK, something that you mentioned uh, when we were talking just then about the the different types of cover that you wouldn't be covered for with your holiday home wasn't on the original list of uh, fire or water accidental or malicious and it was if somebody was to be injured in the property so that may well exist in your existing holiday let cover but it may not be yes that's right so it does depend on the provider so there are quite a few holiday home insurance providers that will be giving you public liability and that can be anywhere between two and five million and that's great cover uh, not all of them do so don't just assume because it's a holiday home policy that it's got that do check uh, there's one or two that don't but usually what they don't cover is uh, the legal expenses so uh, what they'll do is if you have an injury and, and you're taken to court for that and sued for damages um, then that compensation payment is is what that public liability cover costs uh, what it often doesn't cover is the cost of paying for the solicitors in the first place and that can be very costly um, you know it can cost tens of thousands of pounds to defend that sort of claim in court um, and so that's the bit that we uh, that we fill in um, the other element of public liability that we cover that most of the holiday home policies cover is property liability um, so that's if the guest has caused damage to a neighboring property um, so it might be that you've got a flat and it might be that they've left the tap on um, and then it's flooded the flat below um, so uh, what you again is you could be sued by that neighbor for that property damage uh, so we will cover that not many of those uh, holiday home insurance providers will cover that aspect so it's worth checking that too that that's really good that we I'm glad I came back and just clarified that question because that brought us down this route to talk about that sort of cover which we hadn't mentioned before and of course it's not always somebody who's not in the insurance world even if you've got a short-term property that is an apartment you might just be thinking within the walls of this property what can I protect myself against you might not automatically think what effect it could have on neighboring properties that's really interesting to hear thank that's you right. I mean, I think um, I think insurance is, is increasingly sort of moved to a position where lots of people use the price comparison sites and actually it's driven us to a place where people really just sort of care about price of insurance policy and perhaps look less 
at uh, the, you know, the sort of cover levels that are included within there. And that's really where coming to a specialist uh, insurance provider like Pitcall, we can talk it through, we can give that advice over the phone. Uh, we're regulated to be able to give advice on insurance. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that's where we hopefully can add value to a lot of people operating in this market to make sure they've got the right things covered. Most definitely. That's really, really interesting. Thank you. So let's have a look at it from the perspective to try and help people who are listening. What, what can they actually do to help best protect themselves so their property and protect their in- rental income against having to make a claim? And if a, if a claim situation does arise, where do they turn first? Yeah, so, so, so the first sort of part of your question there, really, um, what to do to, to mitigate a case against a claim? Um, and I think it's just carefully planning uh, what you're doing, so which guests you're allowing into your property. Um, so we know from our experience that the guests that have just booked for a single night are... Um, quite often uh, to go on and, and have a party at that property um, so uh, you need to you know if you are accepting people with one night you need to do a lot more work on them to understand uh, you know what their motives are for staying in the property um, identity verifying who they are meeting and greeting them so that you know the person who's coming into the property um, is the person who's who said they're booking it um, so those are all um, steps that you can take um, and I think it's it's also then to if it's your know your primary home just making sure that you know you're not leaving valuables uh, lying around um, so make sure you're putting them away somewhere safe you're not leaving documents out you know uh, documents that might have personal information on it that could be used for identity theft um, so um, keep putting them away so it's good to have you know a locked room or a locked safe or um, somewhere that you can lock away um, all of those items that they can't be got to um, and I think it's just planning and expecting that you know even uh, it's very rare that, that, that you know malicious damage and theft will happen um, and uh, uh, you know what is far more frequent is um, accidental damage um, and even careful guests can have accidents um, so um, you know it's it's uh, certainly worth having a damage deposit but you know I think it's just being prepared that if you're going to do this you're going to see accidents like that happening and you know not panicking when it happens if you've got you know insurance in place um, just make sure that you've you've taken some photographs um, you know that you've uh, tried to talk to the guest first you know if it's an accident they're probably going to be really apologetic about it and you know want to help and uh, you know and equally if, if, if something's gone wrong you know if it's been property's been trashed or um, somebody's stolen something you, you do need to give the police a call and get a crime number from them but just you know don't panic write down what's happened uh, so that you can clearly remember what's happened take some photographs and then contact your insurer um, and they will be able to help you through that process um, and, uh, and and guide you um, so they are there to help at the, at the end of the day that's that's what insurance is for great stuff so just to clarify if it's with pickle and there has something has occurred to a property is the first port call the phone or the internet to get in touch with you so we have we have both. Um, most of our customers um, choose to to ring us. Um, so uh, it, you know it can be can be frightening depending on what the claim is. You know um, if uh, uh, if you've uh, had something quite serious happen at the property, of course you're going to want to talk to somebody straight away. Um, but if it's a smaller claim, you might want to um, send us an email, um, and, and we'll respond either way. Okay, so this is a supportive person on the end of the line that knows what they're talking about and can can guide you through what to do in the situation that has occurred at your property. Yes, that's right. 
I yeah. think that's really, really important to know that it's it's very, very easy to pick up the phone and somebody's going to be there to, to guide you. This is where insurance companies really prove themselves, isn't it? That that guiding voice is on the end of the line in at the point where things have become very very difficult for that person that that they are insuring yes that's right yeah that, that's why i think it's really really important to have a phone number there i i personally wouldn't want to have um, a fully uh, online process i know it's incredibly uh, useful for people and certain people absolutely just want to do that and get something done quickly but you know if you if your house has just had a fire um, you want to know there's someone there you want to know somebody dedicated there that's going to help you get through that um, and uh, uh, we work with um, very prestigious insurance uh, companies um, that have all got very, very high quality uh, claim services as well. And that's been something that's very important to us. Uh, we need to make sure that we absolutely deliver on that when, when people have had something, something go wrong. Brilliant. So what are the costs involved? How would somebody be able to get an idea of the cost for their particular property? Is it best to go straight to the website or is it a call? Um, so either or really. Um, so um, on our website, um, we do the top up policies that we do are all fixed price policies. Um, so um, you're looking at depending on how many days a year that you're letting, um, you know, it could be anything from sort of £40 to £100 uh, that you'd be looking at for that top up cover. Um, so I think it's well worth it, um, you know, given given what it protects. Um, obviously, if you want the all in one package where you're getting your home insurance as well, well, the prices, you know, vary as you know, because depends on you know where your property is located and uh, you know how many bedrooms you've got and all that sort of stuff uh, that we have to take you through but what we do is we work with a panel of insurers um, in order to search for the best price um, on home and landlord insurance um, and that's all insurance providers that work alongside our product and know that our customers are doing short letting and so it, it, it all is you know fully set up for that brilliant that is that's really good to hear i've really enjoyed learning about things from from your side of things so far how exciting and i know that you recently exhibited at the short stay show at london excel how important is this event to the development of the short stay community and industry I think it's really important. Um, so um, it was obviously uh, done in conjunction with the Short Term Accommodation Association, and actually I'm a, I'm a board member for that association. And uh, um, you know I think it's uh, it's obviously only the the first year that we had this year. We were very very pleased with the turnout um, of people there, and there were so many people that were just interested to find out you know how they could be involved um, in the industry. Um, you know there's obviously a lot of conversations in London happening about uh, you know the 90 day law and being clear about what you need to do about regulation so um, I think that hopefully it was quite educational for people that came along not only could they you know meet service providers um, that you know had fantastic offerings to help them with things like key safety and uh, you know professional letting um, but uh, you know also there's there's you know community there to get involved and make sure that uh, you know if you're struggling with regulations or need some more information that you can get that and of course we were there um, you know sort of trying to help debunk some of the myths uh, of insurance for this market and, and, and trying to help people so uh, we really enjoyed it we thought it was fantastic and uh, we're really looking forward to, to next year and we've, we've actually gone uh, for a much bigger stand next year as well actually because we had so many people visiting us and asking questions uh, we needed a bit more space so we're really looking forward to it brilliant and on that note you're actually a key partner of the the 2020 short stay show at london excel which is going to be on the 12th of march what exciting things can visitors look forward to from you at the show 
<laughs> well, um, I think we're still probably planning that. Uh, but I think um, last year we had, um, uh, so our, our brand is all about, uh, you know, it's pickle, it's about preserving the things that you love. Um, and uh, our brand is all about, you know, you can, put, you can put your things, your house or your car into a pickle jar and they get preserved. And we prepared some pickle jars with some nice chocolates in them. Uh, and they were very, very popular last year. So I'm sure we'll probably be doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant <laughs> it was such a busy day uh this last show i'm just very sorry i didn't get around first of all to meet you and second of all to try the pickles <laughs> but i look forward to doing that at next year's show hey <laughs> so from your experience what do you think uh, we as holiday homeowners can do to ensure we're ahead of the curve and truly stand out well, I think the uh, market is actually becoming more and more professionalised, um, and that's you know not necessarily professionalised in that it's professional you know managers doing it um it's that people are using more and more services to make sure that their, their property is you know of good quality um, and actually the sgaa have been working with quality and tourism um, on an accreditation scheme um, and i think that's a you know really really good scheme um because it helps people to you know have their property benchmarked and assessed so that they know what the quality is they give you know really good insight into maybe areas that need to be cleaned slightly better or things that could be presented better um, and it also helps you know they also look for, for standards for guests as well um, and I think the more of that sort of thing we can do and um, the greater level we can communicate with people who are visiting um, holiday homes and, and, and so that they are, are aware of the standards of the property that they're booking um, and obviously there's, there's variable levels of standards um, and that means you know customers are going to be a lot happier um, when they're there and that property sort of you know meets the standard expectation that they're, they're uh, seeing so I think uh, you know as this market is, is growing and putting those sorts of accreditations and standards in place um, I think you know that sort of raises the bar for holiday homeowners um, to uh, you know to, 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 to follow suit and and, uh, and uh, you know be more professional in how they how they present themselves yeah I, I wholeheartedly agree and I see very much a similar thing because that's one of the barriers to entry I think for people that are quite used to staying in hotels is that they are not sure hundred percent sure what they're going to get because every every holiday home every short stay accommodation is very very different because there's a different person behind it so yes I fully agree with uh, when it helps us all raise our standards which is can only be good yeah. so do you have a guiding philosophy or a principle that you'd like to share with us and be in just to be a part of this industry crikey um so, I mean, I think it's, you know, it, it's probably uh, true for insurance as it, as it is for most insurance, you know, most industries, whether it's holiday let, it is a service industry. And at the end of the day, people are buying, buying that product. And um, I think that being able to, um, you know, have a good product, clearly communicating what it is that that product is and, and just giving great customer service. Um, and of course, uh, you know, the end customer is always right. You know, they might have, uh, they might, you know, there might be things that they've got or feedback that they've got about a property or a product, um, but you know, that's always their perspective and it's always good to listen to what those things are and learn from them. And I think when it's a fast growing new industry like the, the short stay market, there's gonna be an awful lot for us to learn from and, and you know, not everybody's gonna get it right first time um so uh, i think uh, you know guiding principle would be listen learn try and respond um and in the end uh, enjoy it and, and deliver a good customer service amazing advice thank you very much for taking the time to share that advice with us and to hear all about pickle and what you do has been hugely exciting and i think listeners are going to be 
I'm quite surprised at some of the things that we've talked about today and 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 it's going to really open some people's eyes and make them come and find out exactly what sort of insurance they've got so thank you for that and i look forward to seeing you at the short stay show in london in 2020 hopefully i'll get to meet you before then there's various meetups going on so you never know hopefully we'll bump into one another but for now can you tell us how we can get in touch with you louise or somebody that's like would like to come and find out a bit more about pickle and um, so the best way to uh, find out about us is to go to pickle.com and that's p-i-k-l.com um, and we've got our phone number on the website there um, and uh, so depending on what your needs are give us a call if you want to to talk about it you can obviously browse our website and see what we've got there uh, but as i said we love talking to people so uh, that's where you'll find uh, our phone number and you'll find uh, some more details about the survey i mentioned there so uh, we've got that, that sort of research publicly available if people want to know more about what insurers do and don't do uh, in this market exciting i will definitely link that up in the show notes and listeners please do go ahead and go to the shortstay.show website where you'll be able to listen to everything that louise and i have talked about today you'll be able to read through and of course link through to pickle find out about them get in touch and of course have a look at that that very very interesting report that louise's company have done on who who is covered for what so that'll reiterate everything that we've talked about today Louise it's been a real pleasure chatting to you thank you very much for taking the time to come and talk to us today and I look forward to seeing you again soon thanks very much thank you thanks bye for now thank you so much for listening to another episode of the holiday let success podcast but remember it doesn't need to end here find us on facebook at the holiday let success podcast community where you can join a group of like-minded proactive holiday homeowners just like you and don't forget to check out the website hlspod.com where you can join the hls learning hub our free membership site where you get access to all of the free resources that'll help you towards your holiday let success bye for now